thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Beer Nuts for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Beer Nuts five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Beer Nuts by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Beer Nuts on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast and on Instagram at Beer Nuts Podcast. Please like the Beer Nuts Podcast on Facebook to like and share Beer Nuts. If you'd like to donate to Beer Nuts, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Beer Nuts. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you are helping to support Beer Nuts. TheBroBasket.com Guys are tired of all those boring socks and ties. BroBasket is the answer to the age-old question, What do I get a guy? We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own BroBasket or choose from a variety of different BroBaskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke Gift Set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless but still cool BroBaskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Alcohol gift baskets. What men really want. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Okay, welcome to Beer Nuts, episode number 50. Our golden episode, if you will. Uh, my name is Chris, with me from MichiganBeerGuide.com is JR. Number 50. Fitty, it's number 50. Number 50, that's true, number 50. Uh, Uncle Pete, hey everybody, dug out. 50 is new black. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And uh, once again, Andy joining us. All right, so the theme of this episode is anniversary beers. Uh, a lot of big beers going to be going around this episode, but that's okay because it's a big episode for us and we're going to celebrate, celebrate with big beers. Uh, first things first, uh, going to start off with a beer quote. And it comes to us, uh, uh, we always claim we're not pretentious, but we're getting. You know, we're getting pretentious here with the quote a little bit from J.P. Donnelly, an Irish-American novelist that's done with the pretentiousness, but here's his quote. When I die, I want to decompose in a barrel of porter and have it served in all the pubs in Dublin. I wonder, would they know it was me? <laughs> Indeed, sir. It's a good quote for the 50th episode. A lot, of, a lot of beer. How many gallons do you think we've cleared in 50 episodes? Oh my god! Oh man, that's a lot of. I don't know. To think about it. That's a lot of math. My, my liver is screaming right now. I mean, we've definitely cleared a keg, right? At least oh, I would say. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. half barrel. Yeah, no problem. Well, I wouldn't mind de- decomposing in a barrel of porter. I mean, beats a, beats a box in the ground, right? They wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody to drink. Uh, it. I wouldn't want to be reviewing that beer on this show. I'm with that novelist. They wouldn't know. That visual we might not know it. You're welcome. <laughs> Alcohol sterilizes. I'm just saying, guys. Okay, so I guess we already we have a beer ready to go. Uh, we were going to get into it before we recorded, but we figured why waste that time. Uh, what's going on here in our first class, guys? Well, just real quick, though, to invite everybody who's oh, listening yes. with us to pour a glass of your nearest beverage and join us in a toast to 50. All right. 50, 50, 50, 50 more. 50. Cheers. To the next 50. Cheers. Roast. Cheers. Cheers, and thanks to everybody who listens and downloads and supports us. Yes. At Beer Nuts Podcast on Twitter, this at Beer Nuts Podcast on Instagram. Email the show, Beer Nuts Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. So, what's in the glass, Uncle Pete? All right, here we go. Let's get this thing underway. So, we got a stone brewing, and we've done some stone before. Uh, this is from their Encore series. It's, this year's their 20th anniversary, 2016. So, um, 
what they're doing during this Encore series of throughout the year is they're putting together replication beers from recipes from years past where they've done anniversary ales in the past. So let's say this one here, this one we're looking at is their 14th anniversary uh, celebration beer. And they brought the recipe back just this year for a limited release. And what this one is, is a India Pale Ale. It's called Imperial IPA. It's a 8.9% ABV. And uh, it's one of several that they've brought back this year. They've had, I think, a 15, a 16, or excuse me, a 15, and then go back in time. we got a 13 and, and so on. And they're different styles every year. But uh, let's take a look at this one and give it a smell. I don't get a lot of uh, pine right off the bat. It's very mild, actually, to me. It's more fruity. I can't pinpoint a citrus necessarily, but I get fruit. Wow, full body. Um, let me go back first on the appearance. Well, for everything you don't get in the smell, you get in the taste. Absolutely. That thing knocks you out as soon as it hits your tongue. I mean, it's full throttle uh, malt, full throttle hops, and uh, this one's going to hang around for a while after you after you take a sip. So I'd say uh, it'd be interesting to see if there was a way to put age on this one. Usually IPAs don't age that well. However, I think this one I read was around 105 IBU, International Bitterness Units, so it's going to store probably okay with that much you know, hop uh, acids in it. And, and this is an English-based IPA. It's not an American IPA. It's an English IPA with all English malt and uh, English hops. So, the dugout, you're looking like you got something. You just got to let us know. We'll go for it, man. No, no, no. It's, um, boy, it, it really hits you like a brick or like a punch in the jaw on the first sip. Um, it's big. And, you know, a lot of times we mention it uh, masks the ABV well. Well, there's no shame in the ABV on this. It's just right up front, and that's really what smacks yeah. you in the face first. It is does. That it's alcohol. kind of that alcohol burn. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then uh, the hops are just sort of behind it in a really strong way. Um, but, you know, there's no subtleties here. There's no, like... Uh, grapefruity tones or citric notes. Citrus exactly. notes. It's just like pow, hops. Bam, boom. That's right. What's that English style earthy hops that are more background than punch you in the face like you know the hops of uh, the IPAs we're used to today? I agree. Yeah. Not the citrusy, not really the piney, but it's more of the earthy. Yep. You know, English hops. I agree. Yeah, with the way this tastes, I was expecting a lot. Uh, I'll be honest, with the smell, I wasn't expecting much, but I it made up for it. Yeah. yeah, you can tell right away that this is a strong, you know, the, that alcohol burn is, is pretty. Well, and the, and the high IBUs, even though they're more earthier tones, um, just a lot of it really kind of lasts long on your tongue. Like it almost makes your tongue swell up with the amount of hops on this thing. Yeah, yeah nonetheless, I mean, I thought it was a... A strong, straightforward beer. Personally, I'd put some age on it, and I'd say, hey, after a year, just being the way it is with such a high IBU and you know an alcoholic tinge to it, I think it. I think it would get some age on it, and mellow out, and even out more. Well, you know what we you know, we've had so many IPAs on the show, and a lot of them are that grapefruity, and uh, and, and we've all grown to love those flavor profiles. This is you know, it's cool to have something a little different now. And this, this is a, this is not a style that's prevalent today, you know. But you know, when it came out six years ago, maybe it was a little bit more of a popular style. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, six years have changed um, uh, like a lifetime in in types of hops used in beers, uh, hop hop uh, strains in general that we see more and more of in beers that weren't around. S- you know, six, seven years ago. Right. All right. Well, I'm glad I got to share that one. I don't know, Andy, do you have any disagreements? I, I just don't love it. I Don't love it? Too strong? It, there's lots of malt. And you're right, it has no, none of the tropical fruity hop flavor that we're so accustomed to in our big IPAs now, which I love. So, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's a lot of alcohol that's not trying to hide it, and a lot of malt, and some hops, it's bitter, but it's just kind of a lot of stuff that maybe isn't my favorite parts of an IPA put into an IPA. On the last episode, you mentioned that uh, when you were in England, uh, a lot of people loved the all-day IPA, so maybe maybe they got kind of tired of their earthy... <laughs> Everybody's palates are changing. Yes. 
Yep. So hey, it's uh, you know, it's part of the part of our history and uh, part of the history of the IPA category. Uh, there were no New England IPAs six years ago, and now that's a big deal. So, you know, in six years from now, there will probably be something else that we don't know about. So, well, thanks for sharing. And uh, you know, we did review the Stone Citricado, their twentieth, and that is more in line with today's flavor profile. And that was a wonderful beer. Yeah, that was fantastic. I remember that one. And, you know, hey, there's uh, 18 others beside those two uh, in the Encore series, so let's try them all. All 18. Well, not right tonight. Now. We won't, but <laughs> be a four-hour show. All right. Any other closing comments on our opening beer? Other than what's next? <laughs> we are uh, cracking open the next beer, and uh, I'm going to pass it over to Dugout. He's going to introduce it to us. Because I believe this beer is not only close to Doug's heart, but to his front door. I was just going to say earlier, it seems like this brewery was brand new, but I think about it, it's brewery's 10 years old. Yeah, that's what we have coming up next. Um, I had another beer, but then I was going through the fridge in the basement, and I found this one. And it's just, it's not that old. It's from just a couple months ago. But um, I know a big slogan in, in the craft beer industry and all around it has always been drink local. It doesn't get any more local than this for me. I mean, this this brewery is just um, about two blocks down the street. Uh, it's called Black Lotus. It's located in Clawson, Michigan. Um, and this is their 10th anniversary ale. One of their um, staple beers has been uh, Detroit Hip Hops, which is their uh, house IPA. And this particular one is um, uh, X anniversary Detroit Hip Hops. Um, and represents the X represents their 10th year anniversary. Um, it was a brewery. It's a brewery release only. Um, it pours a really nice kind of golden amber. You get some nice piney notes off the nose and kind of a medium body to it. Um, but really, an outstanding hop profile, in my opinion. Within stumbling distance. And yes, I can walk there. I can walk home. I can walk there. I can walk home. <laughs> they do a lot of. Um, they do quite a few high gravity beers, and they'll, they'll always have a couple guest taps and. Um, you know, quite often the, the guest taps are barrel-aged. There's at least one barrel-aged, and there's at least one Belgian. Uh, kind of hard to find Belgian. And uh, really kind of a neat place. The food's good. Is this supposed to be any kind of style of IPA or just a... It's a, it's a double IPA. Um, I'm thinking a little more West Coast. It's got, that... some, got some serious fruit notes to it. The smell reminds me of being out West for work initially. That's the first thing I thought of was... Hey, I'm at work, but not at work. If um, you know what I the mean. Aromas, the aromas, the the hops and the aroma are really, really fresh. Yeah, that West Coast is generally like a you can taste the piney flavor, piney resinous West Coast. Oh yeah, to it. Nice uh, appearance too. A nice color to it. So, what else can you tell us about Black Lotus? Well, um, I mean, I just kind of because I, I believe didn't they win a didn't they just win an award for their barley wine? Oh, Ninja Pirate, um, Ninja Pirate, yeah. They won a gold medal at the um, Great American Beer Great Festival, American Beer Festival for it. For these guys. Yep, yep. And they've been bottling more. I mean, it used to be it was just everything in the, at the pub was tap only. And um, they've sort of upped their game quite a bit in the last, uh, you know, nine months to a year. And uh, what, what kind of food's on the menu? Um, you know, burgers and... Sandwiches, pulled pork. I think Black Lotus. I'm like, oh, maybe they have sushi. <laughs> no, that's next door at um, Noble Fish. Oh, okay. And that's a uh, Japanese grocery store, and uh, there's a sushi bar in the back. Uh, pretty phenomenal place. Very, very popular local place. Well, you know, I'm kind of ashamed that uh, all the times coming up to visit you, I've never even gone in there for a beer. Definitely gonna have to make it a point to. Uh, I want to be with you on that one, out. Jr. Because I've been up here a few times too. And 
haven't hit it yet. Kind so. of flies under the radar. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it's a great place. They've got an outdoor patio that wraps around the building. It's right on 14 miles, so a pretty busy stretch of road. Um, the week leading up to Dream Cruise, it's great to just sit out there and watch all the cruisers just working their way towards Woodward Avenue. Um, by cruisers, we need mean the... Um, you know, the, the Woodward Dream Cruise. The Woodward Dream wow. Cruise, all the classic cars, all the crazy cars. I was say, guys, don't feel bad. I've driven by that place dozens of times, never thought to go in there. I used to know somebody who knew somebody who worked there. Never made it in there, so you're, it's kind of just been static to me. But now that uh, I know something like this is ex- exists there, I'll make sure to make a stop there. And I did get an alert on my phone through that un blah 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 program uh-huh. for checking out beers yada 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 untapped untapped oh, uh, well, uh, we all use it we're not yeah, seeing that, anything uh, Detroit Hip Hop's X is on tap at Black Lotus currently right now there you go so right. we can go battery power we all just walk over there I mean we'll promote stuff for free that we all use <laughs> it's not like we don't all use it all right so from Black Lotus where are we heading next gentlemen well, we're going to go to Calum and lady but, you know, while we finish this up and in, in a transition, just wanted to thank Chris for uh, basically founding Beer Nuts. Uh, he approached me out of the blue, just found me on in the Twitter universe, some, uh, some, some uh, black hole or dark star in the universe. He, he found me, stumbled upon me, and asked if I was interested in doing a, a craft beer podcast. So I went up and did an episode of Unregimented, one of his other, other uh, podcasts, and uh, kind of did a little pilot, had some fun with it, and... And here we are, 50 beer nuts episodes later. You know, the first thing I did was bring some of my other beer nut friends, Uncle Pete, Dugout, Andy. Uh, Ross has been on the show. Uh, Mike Strasser. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, yeah, out there in uh, Missouri. Uh, did we mention SAK? SAK. SAK. Robillard. Probably the. Junior? And Junior and Roby and, and, and Mike Robillard, who the only episode he ever recorded was lost and <laughs> has right. yet to. So yeah, we, no, right. we definitely have to uh, invite him back because <laughs> he actually did a great segment on how to review beers and it, uh, it got lost in transit somehow. And uh, Hey, you know what? This podcast has proved something good can come out of social media. Just putting that out there, people. Yep. So here we are. You know, uh, I guess that was uh, two Junes ago. Here we are. What? 17, 18 months later, and uh, we're like one big happy family here, all in the same room, and uh, starting to uh, uh, probably feel the effects of the last show. <laughs> yeah. And the last beer I just had, but yeah. what about the next one? What's up with that? So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> true. I just want to say thanks, Chris. Uh, uh, you well, thank know, you really guys. You, it and, you didn't have to say yes or keep doing it, so thank you to you guys. You guys, have, and you, too, you guys have opened up a whole new world of... Uh, I mean, I was a I was a Coors Light guy until I met you gentlemen. Yeah, I'd had a few other beers here and there, but it was just Now look at you, man. You got a side beer of Cup of Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember when uh, you were, like, kind of fearing the hops at the beginning. Now you're loving the hops, and now then you were fearing the sours, and now you're starting to... I mean, you're coming full circle, so it's just proof of what we try to do on the show. That's what we say, people. Better beer. Better beer. It's better not beer. different beer. It's not bad beer. It's, it's better beer. All right, and we're and and we always reiterate we're not pretentious beer snobs. We're all really all we're trying to do is spread the gospel of better beer to everybody. You know, no matter what you drink, you know we're okay with it. Um, but just keep an open mind and try more beers and try better beers, and uh, that's pretty much the goal of the show. And we're having a lot of fun with it. Jr., I, I just love the way you evangelize on the whole topic. So what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> so uh, even though I believe we've reviewed this beer, it's uh, near and dear to Chris, Chris's uh, heart. Or even another one. So I'm just going to let him, he can give his Kalamazoo uh, love fest here. So without further ado, uh, I'll turn it over to him. All right. Uh, as you known before, I've said this a few times on the show. I used to be able to walk to this brewery uh, back in when my age started with a two. Won't get into how long ago that was, but uh, Bell's 30th anniversary ale. Uh, when what was it? Last year, 2015, was their 30th anniversary. All right. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, well for starters, if you're not into dark beer. 
this won't be a beer for you. I mean, I'm, I'm holding it up to a TV, a beer sign, um, an aquarium. No light <laughs> at all getting through this beer. There's a fish in my beer. Hey, Sniff, you're, you're, getting some, you're getting some booze, you're getting some dark fruits. I mean, the, the smell, is, is, as we've learned on this show, I mean, I can already tell what this beer's going to taste like. may have had it before, but at the same time, there's going to be no surprise to the palate if you, taste, if you smelled this beer before you drank it. And we take a sip. Uh, probably somewhere, um, we're, we're a little bit over the, uh, the medium side of the mouthfeel. Um, and it goes down... It's it's exactly what I said. You're getting some dark fruits. I'm, I dare to even say a little bit of chocolate. Um, yeah, the the booze kicks in right at the end. Um, if you can get your hands on this Bell's 30th Anniversary Ale, lie, cheat, steal, do whatever you got to do. This is good stuff. Thank you, Larry Bell. Thanks a ton, man. I mean, what is this thing now? You, this bottle here is a, a year old, roughly now. Yes, or a uh, more maybe. Yeah, last uh, last summer it was released to, to coincide with the 30th anniversary. And yeah. I mentioned on the last episode I attended the uh, Fun Vitational, which is a really great party that Larry Bell f- threw yeah. in Kalamazoo and invited a lot of uh, revered breweries that a lot many who didn't do not distribute in Michigan. Right. So it was a real treat to have you know Russian River and uh, Wicked Weed Outstaders. And, yeah. yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of great guests there. So. But this particular beer is really a it's a it's a full bodied you know roasted malt up up in your face uh, you know if you like dark intense dark robust dark beers you're gonna like this beer and and I do so I, I think it's a real treat it's it's actually uh, matured quite well over the past year I think it's gonna change more though as you go forward if you keep a couple bottles downstairs you know stored stored away in your closet or whatever I mean it I had it a year ago. When it came out, now I'm having it now, and I, I had one about two weeks ago, and it's it's just the same as this right here. I mean, it's still to me got youth on it, flavorful nonetheless. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not saying this any any kind of bad way, but uh, it's it could use to me a little balancing. So That's it's quite the bite for being a year yeah, old. Yeah, it it could be mellowed a little bit, but uh, I don't mind a little punch in the mouth from like a little it. roasted malt. I like yeah. the delicate it has a delicate carbonation with the mouthfeel. Yeah, it makes it kind of foamy. You know, and uh, the, the expedition that uh, Bell's puts out is notorious for improving with age. You know, the generally like three to four years of age on that really uh, brings out some more complexity. So I have no doubt that this will change and evolve, but personally, I'm with Andy. I can drink it right the way it is now. It's delicious. Well, I think what um, a lot of us were leading to but didn't actually say it is that the hops in this beer haven't really fallen off. Um, I think they're just right there. And, uh, yeah, the chocolate's big in it. I really think there's a heavy prevalence of chocolate, but the, the, the bitterness of the hops sort of balances it out with a little bit of the bitterness of the alcohol, which is mellowed since I've had it. Oh, I think I'm still sitting on maybe seven or eight bottles of this stuff, too, in my cellar, and every one I pop is just seems to get better and better with age. Okay. Drink it now, drink it in a year, drink it in three years. It's a, it's, a, it's a great brew, and it'll only continue to get better. Yeah, it's not over the hill yet. It certainly hasn't hit it. There's no off flavors or oxidation. It's, it's still climbing, I think. Well, coming from somebody that is over the hill, I like to hear that, and I'm going to drink some more of it. <laughs> I'm not far behind you. It's a great beer from a great brewery. If it'll help me get back to the front side of the hill, no problem. Push me backwards. <laughs> All right, any final comments before we go to... Um, yeah, Bell's, Bell's is a great place, man. Um, you know, all these years, and, and you can still just go into the store and get brewing ingredients. and uh, Nothing's ever really, you know, they've gotten big, but it's still a small town type of place. It still has a very humble feel with you and how big it is. If you order something small off online, they will ship it for free, which I think is the best thing ever. There was a time I wanted a little can koozie, you know, because the, they're taller. They make taller ones, and they ship them free. I was like, this is the coolest place ever. That and is cool. The homebrew stuff you can get online as well if you are a homebrewer. Bells does have an online homebrew shop. Yeah, and a nice a nice shop storefront that I've been in looking at the homebrew supplies. And it's and the uh, the general store is even better when you show up and there's Black Note there. <laughs> yeah, right. Which uh, well, recently and, and has one of, uh, You know, we, I had one, I have one in the fridge that we could have brought out for the sour episode called Wild One that, you know, 
I'm going to sit on that ballot a little while and we'll probably revisit that. Or is it one of the old ones? Um, it is. Is it raspberry or regular? It's raspberry. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, Bell's, I know, is also the, you know, their capacity has expanded over the years as far as being able to put out more and more beer. And they're also now involved with um, Upper Hand Brewery in the uh, Upper Peninsula yeah, of Michigan. Peninsula, yeah. For the Upers. That's their UP subsidiary exactly, or whatever right. you yeah, know, call it. Yep. I think it's Escanaba, right? Yep. Yep. Escanaba, Michigan. Everybody repeat after me. Escanaba. Escanaba. <laughs> for the Upers. It's brewed for the Upers. But anyway, I mean, I've had some of their beers, too, and they're really decent, so... Kudos to Bell's, the 30th anniversary, congrats. I think we said that last year when we reviewed this beer. But, uh, yeah, it's good now, and I'm sure it'll be good next year and the year after. So, Well, from one great Michigan brewer to another, Andy was kind enough to bust out from her cellar, one of my favorite treasures from Founders, uh, a beer that hasn't been made in a while, and uh, I'm really looking forward to try again. It's not for the week. It is Founders Bolt Cutter which was the 15th anniversary beer. It was uh, the first time I ever went to Founders. I went there to pick up some bottles. They had a ticketed release for this. And uh, it's become one of my favorites. Uh, and it's kind of like a forgotten uh, forgotten one because you know, it hasn't been out in a while. So let's, uh, let's pop it open. got a great bolt cutter story. I had a big uh, summer party with like 30 people there and uh, I, uh, as it got into the uh, witching hour late at night, I started telling people to, to pick anything they wanted out of the beer fridge. And at 1 a.m. when everybody was pretty much blottoed, uh, our buddy Tim, Tim R., I'll call him, I won't give his last name out, but Tim R., Went to the beer fridge and at 1 a.m. came out with a bottle of bolt cutter. And there was like the last five guys standing. I know Tim. The, ep- the epilogue to the story is all five people that drank out of that bottle ended up sleeping either in their cars or at my house. I was going to say, you said five guys standing. Does that story end with five guys uh, They weren't sleeping. standing long, but uh, yeah. there were several people asleep in their vehicles. Thankfully, they didn't uh, make the... the Poor choice to drive after drinking all this. I read the bottle after you, while you were telling that story, and saw the ABV. I'm like, no one left this I party. I vehemently begged them to stay in the basement until daylight. Guest rooms, none of them. And, and Jared do. was good enough to post pictures of them sleeping on their car, oh, in their car on Facebook. So well, you know what? You know, they should have taken my offer to use the guest room or the I couch. Was right but, uh, before that bottle, so I was good. Hey, you know what? You tried. All right. I tried to do but you <laughs> know what? your conscience. At the end of the day, everybody made the right choice, uh, and everybody made it home safely eventually. I think there were a few angry wives that morning, but uh, I don't know. I probably would have slept in my car because yeah. I don't think I'll sleep. I'm sorry, but I'm not a cat guy, but if there's a cat around, I ain't sleeping. <laughs> they, they'd have been angry if they had to post bail. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I could walk home from Jair, so I, I would be okay. Well, and uh, we are all together here, but I assure you we have uh, designated drivers to take us home because this is not a beer you want to drink and drive on, trust me. So what, are the, uh, what is the ABV on this? Uh, 16%. Yeah, this is a... Bottle says 15. This, this is a sledgehammer. <laughs> Bolt cutter, sledgehammer. Um, wow. Andy, you, you introduced it to us. Do you want to say anything about it? Uh, you got the bottle, so I do you have the bottle. It or you hand me the okay. bottle and I'll read about it. All right, no problem. Okay. Uh, I, I got to get here. I'll compete. You have better eyes than me. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not much, but they are better, well, okay. probably. I'll just say to interject bolt cutter, there's some sort of reference. Apparently, um, business wasn't going so well at some point, and he got oh, closed right. on. And Rory actually had a chain um, with lock on it. And he went and got bolt cutters and went back in and did some more work. And that is why it's called bolt cutters, to celebrate the fact that he came back from the brink. Exactly. And I remember hearing that story. And thanks for jarring my memory. Yep. They, uh, they were having financial difficulties at Founders. You would never know that now because they're doing so well. And, you know, one of the... Uh, 
premier breweries in Michigan, and if not in the country. Yeah, been expanding. And, but you know, they they had some hard times back in the day, and you know that that was kind of their story about it. Uh, yeah, you know, one time we were we were so desperate here, we had to use bolt cutters to get in our own building because you know they couldn't couldn't make ends meet financially. But you know what? They got through the rough patch, and look where they are now. Uh, you know, uh, everywhere. That's everywhere. where they are now. They're in England. Worldwide. Right, right. Right. Under lock and key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a uh, all-day IPA in London I for eight pounds. As I told you, I could have walked across the street to the Safeway that I was at in uh, Olympia, Washington, and picked up. I, I could have had my choice of founders. Yeah. Founders awesome. everywhere. Well, you know, getting back to, to this yeah. beer, I, I really enjoy it. It's Probably not for everybody. It's got that real strong barley wine. Mm-hmm. It is uh, barley wine. And I, I love the color of it. It's got like a copper, you know, you can see it's through it. It's a pretty it. dark color, yes. It's a nice copper color. It's got a nice, uh, it's, it's actually held up with age. Uh, uh, originally, you know. this had quite a bit of hops in it, correct? It was yeah, it's, sort of billed as a triple IPA or no? It says, barley wine. Um, dry hopped. It is a barley wine, but it says dry hopped with a mountain of cascade hops. So okay. they must have used quite a, maybe American barley wine, we'll call it. Well, this bottle we're drinking now says 2012. It was their 15th anniversary ale. It's an old bottle. So it's an old bottle, over four years, 15% ABV. And it's, the the burn, the alcohol burn on it has not faded. No, but it's. I mean, it's burn. still. I'm yeah. Not going to burn. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Burn. I mean, I'm just saying yeah. that it's feel still the there. It's not a burn. political thing. It's just a. I it's a nice, warm, yummy. Boot feel burn. the burn with a U. Yummy. I, I do There's believe that word. Yeah. Unless you guys yummy. have brought a barley wine before, this would probably be the first barley wine I'm going to ever taste. I don't recall ever having a barley wine brought over yet. So, well, I'm, I'm sure we reviewed some, but you were probably in a different location, and uh, that's true. But, all right, say barley wine three times fast. Not right now. That's not happening. <laughs> no, I've heard a lot about this beer being um, oxidized at this point, but I don't think it's that bad. This bottle is fine. No, I agree with you. There, I don't. I don't get any oxidation on this. This bottle was stored properly, though. I bought it new, and it was Ooh. stored, you know, temperature controlled. For his whole life in a dark, cold basement. So it's, I mean, I do keep a little temperature monitor. Remember, storing your beer is really important if you want it to taste good. Try Store it properly. Is there an app for that? Is there an app for that? <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> yes. I got this cheeky little thing. They have these little temperature gauges for wine bottles you can stick on your bottle. And it will show right on the front of your bottle what temperature it's staying at. And I have a couple in... It's like one of those mood ring strips it where it turns colors. Strip, yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I was expecting more of an alcohol burn than I was getting. Slap them all over your body if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose there'd be different temperatures depending upon where you put I it. I think that'd be uncomfortable, though. There's kind of right. like a really tight ring. Then like when you try to pull one off and then yeah. adhesive, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this really woke up my palate. Yeah. But back, to the, back to the beer. Yeah. Palate breaker. This is up to Harris Alley, though, I would think. This is, oh, yeah. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is him. No, no doubt. I like it though. I mean, it's it's a nice beer. It's not bad. I was I was so hoping it wasn't like cardboard oxidized. It's just well, it's it, better than I was hoping for. It, it's got some characteristics of a of a barrel aged beer um, with the burn and sort of that uh, sort of woody flavor to it, but it is not barrel yeah. aged. It's, it has almost a sweetness to it. It's very sweet. Yeah, syrupy. Like a, like a maple syrup. Absolutely. It's like a complex sweet. It's too. sweet. It's carbonated. This is a beer you can chew. Beer you can chew. Well, I'll tell you, from the, the peanut gallery, I've been passing my glasses off to Mandy, because someone's got to get us home. And uh, this, this is the first one I've been asked for seconds for, so she likes it. Well, thanks for sharing it with us. Uh, You're welcome. I actually, uh, ironically, just this week, completed a trade to acquire one, and uh, so I've got one more in myself. And this wasn't the Founders Backstage series, though, right? This was a regular before, release before that. Pre, before they started pre series, yeah. yeah. This was just kind of a one-off. Um, yeah. um, yeah, let me tell you, yeah. this isn't taking right. backstage or anything. Really this is on the stage. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was almost a joke. I think um, it was everywhere, and people thought it was going to be something. It wasn't. I think. I don't know what they were expecting. For yeah, while. you know, it like, didn't get great reviews originally, yeah. but. It was very well, if you cracked it early, you know, and tasted it fresh. Well, it was like lighter fluid then. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> flaming sword swallowing. Had a bonfire with it. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's not for everybody, but it's for me, and I I enjoying it. Well, I a like lot, it. So. If you like, I think if you like maybe like a bourbon or a brandy, if you can drink those straight, you might enjoy them. Or even if you like these high octane kind of beers, I yeah. mean, some people do. Some people like that burn in the in, but. This is and definitely for something. If you're only going to have one beer, this is the way to do <laughs> this it. This is not no. the beer you take on the boat or the beach. No. Yeah, no. this is also not a beer that you're going to drink alone. No. <laughs> this reminds me for something. You're not going to make it through this thing. This reminds me for something perhaps around a fire, maybe at the fireplace. We have the holidays coming up already. Good Lord. I'm not no. sure. Thanksgiving's sure around two fire. weeks away. Yeah. 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 When you're trying not to feel cold, this is a good beer to drink. Yeah, this is definitely a wintertime. Make sure the heater in your car beer. works. If you have any pains, this might be the period you want to drink. Or when you have a cold. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, from the founder's pain relief line. That's right. You know, the definition of a session beer, this is the absolute opposite of that. This is the, the sipper of all sippers here. It yeah. won't cause constipation. Either. I like to call them efficient beers. This would be yeah. one of the most efficient efficiency in beers. There should be a number rating for that. Oh, there's there's more? There's more after 15%? Another one. JR oh is opening God. another beer, ladies and gentlemen. higher than 15%? JR is just going to pour us all a glass of kerosene. Stay away from open flames. All right, I'm, I'm opening up the final beer for our 50th episode. And I, I've been saving this for a special occasion. It is called Alesmith Reforged, 20th anniversary. Um, after that uh, bolt cutter, it's gotten even more hard to, to read. So, but uh, fortunately, I do recall exactly what this uh, beer is constructed from. It is a blend of three different uh, barrel-aged Alesmith beers. They're uh, barrel-aged Wee Heavy, they're barrel-aged Speedway Stout, and they're barrel-aged Numbskull Barley Wine. So you take all three of those and blend it together, and you get reforged. Can I just say good Lord, just from that description? <laughs> it's another holy grail here, so... I've never tasted this beer, so I'm anxious to see what it's all about. All I heard in that description was, we've taken three high-gravity beers and blended them together. What was that description? It's better than the last. Better than the last. I thought he said fire in a glass. That was probably bolt cutters. Bolt cutters fire in a glass. That's a very great display. To me, this one really evened out with all the different flavors going on. It's warm. I'm not saying it's not, you know, a hot beer. I would. I'd drink it all the time. I'm telling you, it's very dark compared to the bolt cutter. It's really dark, but um, flavor profile reminds me of fruitcake. In a way, That's some exactly really dark raisins, some really ripe fruit. So maybe this would go well with like a, a really rich uh, flourless chocolate cake or something like that. Um, it's almost port-like. It is. And, um, and I suppose that's due to the high ABV that just takes it almost out of the beer realm and into another category. Did we say already? It's hot. I mean, I don't know what ABV is, but it tastes like. Ugh, there's like a lot of who's going on there. 11%. Really? Yeah. Wow. It tastes like more than that. Figgy, plummy, dark fruits, you know, stone fruit. Yeah, I'm thinking. And, and what's the year on this one? Yeah. When, like when was this released? This year. This year, okay. So um, actually, I'm guessing maybe, this, no, I'm this bottle's meant to age. Yeah. I'm and, sorry, maybe for 2014 or 15. You know, maybe a couple so of years on this in the cellar could... Yeah. Sort of settle everything down and make it blend in. I mean, there's there are some really good flavors in here, um, but it sort of it seems to be overcome by a lot of um, a lot of booziness and in harsh harsh overtones from that booziness. Sometimes booziness is good, and sometimes it's just well. And we other. we had it previously in the bolt cutter where it was boozy. That's right. But but it was a sweet, yummy boozy. Right. I mean, there was a direction to it. This yeah. is just sort of abrasive, abrasive booziness. Put it down there. I mean, every one of the beers we've popped so far has been pretty boozy. Pretty strong, yeah. Really. Um, it's Honestly. just what you do with it and what direction you lead yeah. it to. You know, sometimes you mask it, sometimes you embrace it. But what better way to celebrate the 50th? Let's go large or go home, right? Exactly. Well, and I like all the base beers in this beer. Speedway Stout is great, and Old Dunn Skull is great, and they're all great beers. 
All, it's all from Aerosmith. They're all Aerosmith yeah. beers, yep. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but, you know, a lot of people call a beer hot and think it's too too boozy, and uh, I've never met a, a beer that's too boozy. I, that's just me. So other people call them, you know, messes or too too hot, too boozy. You know, I'll take it. But that being said, there's no doubt in my mind that two or three years from now, this will be this will settle down a little bit and be a lot more complex and probably more enjoyable to to most people, even even myself. But that being said, I'm I'm going to drink a lot more of this. Please do. Yeah, these were tall orders. I'll tell you what. Scared? There's, uh, there's definitely scared. Are you scared? Uh, probably the first beer you've given me where I'm like, I'm a little intimidated by this. You know, it's boozy, but there's a, you can taste like plums and figs. And yeah, I think fruitcake is a good description. Yeah. You know what? Ooh. I guess that probably you know meets my expectations too because every uh, Christmas when the fruitcake comes out, everybody nobody wants it except me. So. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll take it. There we go. I mean, it, it, it almost would be good with turkey in a way, you know. Well, there's still maybe wild turkey, right? <laughs> so I don't know uh, uh, how to really wrap up an episode like this. I don't know if we want to have a beer of the week or a brewery of the week, but I think let's go around each beer nut and just say, uh, you know, favorite beer nut moment or beer you've had on the show or just any comment you want to make. So. Uncle Pete? Sure, no problem. Yep, I got to go with founders, I mean, all around, just because, you know, they're from our home state, but they got some awesome beers. I think the Bolt Cutter, even though it's got four years' age on it, it would still age well a little longer, but it was delicious. Honorable mention here, Doug, I know this is right down the street from you, Black Lotus, I thought was very cool. I haven't heard of it. I'd love to try it some more. Maybe they've got a couple others I'd like to look at as well. But I'm going to stay with Founders. Okay. Well, uh, before we move on, do you have any uh, favorite beer moment or beer that you've had on the show over all the episodes we've done? Oh, that Russian River stuff, right? Pliny? Yeah, the Pliny. When you pop the top on one of those, the whole room just turns into a a perfumed, you know, Hopped in, yeah, hopped in. But I, I remember that. That was good. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I have a memory that involves you. One of the uh, joy rides home from the early days when we <laughs> uh, went to St. Clair Shores, and uh, we got about halfway home, and I had to I had to relieve myself somewhere, and we must have stopped at three or four restaurants that were closed, and uh, eventually I found my way to behind a dumpster and. Uh, Somehow I made it home and didn't get arrested that night, but that was a uh, Pete. Pete was, uh, I think, a little rattled by that ride. I was too. I was that was the last up. time we ever Hurry drove up. to St. Clair Shores. That, that, was, that was probably after the bourbon barrel episode. Yeah, I mean, we had like seven or eight different bourbon barrel beers. Right. I mean, like just lined up, and that wasn't even our only episode. We had done one earlier yeah. to it, you so learned. we were learning yeah. up, learning up all these thirteen, but, fourteen, fifteen percent <laughs> beers, and not just two, but like six. Yeah. In a row. So yeah. that's when the executive decision was, yeah, it was made. Was after that episode? We were Skyping. like, yeah, let's uh, let's Skype in the internet. Skype. <laughs> yeah, go the go the high road, the safe route. So. Uh, yeah, and we're still appealing to Uber. Please sponsor us. You know, all we ask for is a, a few rides a month. You know, hey, it. you know, there's Lyft out there now too. Yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're equal. We're yeah, we're open. Yeah. So you Uber, Lyft, whoever approaches us first. You know, well, we we'll, got a little more clout now than we did a year yeah. ago. We have an audience now. We'll pimp you out. You know, just give us a couple <laughs> rides a month. That's all we need. We're not looking for big checks. A year ago, we were a young, burgeoning craft beer podcast. See, all we ask for is beer from brewers and rides from ride providers. And we're a very easy audience, guys. Yep. Just give us all of your free stuff. All right? That's all we're looking for. Okay. So anyway, okay, we'll, we'll go around the room. Andy. Well, before I before I tell about the beer, but, um, for the free stuff that we're trying to solicit here, we also want to open that to meaderies because we'll be doing a mead episode at some point in the future. So if there's a meadery also, just... Yeah, if you ferment a drink, shrams, Please. if you ferment something, we're interested. I, I have enough shrams. We don't have to worry about shrams. Yeah. Shrams were covered. It's okay, Ken. Um, the, I would go with the Black Lotus. I really like that. Mostly because I had so many sours, I think, and there's so many big boozy beers that it's just kind of a nice, shiny, clean, citrusy, traditional IPA. But I like the Bolt Cutter, too. I mean, I, 
I did not have high expectations because I was reading all these uh, reports that it had oxidized, but it has not oxidized and it was pleasant. So I like both of cool. them. Amen. Awesome. Dugout. Boy, I think I'm going to go with the um, Hip Hop X from Black Lotus. Um, you know, a few years ago, I wouldn't have said that about the brewery, but they've really stepped up their game, and I think this is great beer. Um, it, you know, the stone in that same style was sort of old style, and this was, I don't know, it's not like the cutting edge of what everybody's doing with hops, but it had a beautiful, fruity West Coast flavor with that kind of kicked up alcohol level. And just really a nice drinkable beer. Okay, how about your uh, beer nuts memory from the first fifty? Oh boy, I'm I'm sure one or two had to be a drive home where I was not comfortable. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, getting getting kitty in the box, you know, stuff you see, you don't, you know, the black cat in the basement, and you, you just kind of don't see any of those things because you're on the radio you know can't see anything on the radio but the cat would go in and like burrow himself into the box of beer i bought and i'd be yes. patting them and he'd be purring away while podcast. We recording the podcast so it's kind of cool i gotta say since you skipped my moments i think my fondest moments are when people make faces and it's really hard not to laugh or when you're just like oh that is disgusting when somebody does something but i gotta say the other times it's it's uh, it's very interesting the stuff that gets edited out because a lot of times stuff there's just so much minutia that goes on, and some so many times somebody says something the other person's like a little bit not happy with what they say, and that little spat breaks out because we're not all perfect. <laughs> and I, I kind of sit there like the mom and I'm like shut up, and that's uh that's part of my my <laughs> memories of sitting there going like just stop talking. <laughs> but I mean I think it's gone well. We all have our moments, and we all have the, the moments where somebody loves something that I don't love, or somebody else uh, really appreciates something that the other person doesn't. And if you could see us on camera, it'd probably be a totally different experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, and of course, it, with that goes everything's pretty much sugar coated. So yeah. Um, you know, and we've cool. we've talked about this before: is to not insult the brewer, not insult the beer. Yep. Um, but behind the scenes and privately. There's, you have opinions on things, and they're strong, but because, you know, we're in a format where we're uh, reviewing in somewhat of a... We're trying to be positive. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Nice. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all, but well, as Andy pointed out, you can tell by some of the facial expressions. <laughs> Occasionally, there's uh, an offering that doesn't agree with one or more and of true, us. Yeah, and there's been a couple beers that didn't make the air that weren't the yeah. fault of the brewer, it was the fault of the seller. A couple yes, I remember were, uh, getting one off the shelf that was uh, a little aged and uh, that it's was like awful. oh no, we didn't like, think, we we didn't think it was fair to the brewer to no, review because it wasn't the brewer's fault that it had been yeah. on a shelf for two years and improperly cared for and it's funny when you're sitting here you're about to review the beer and you've already talked about it you've described it and you've explained the brewery and the whole nine yards and you take a sip and it's like just <laughs> so bad I mean <laughs> you're just like what, what do you say I mean when it's completely infected or bad there's just a point we, which you just... We, we've had a few. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't get a uh, Beer Nuts uncut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, bloopers or whatever. I, I have everything that's ever been recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe after uh, episode 100, maybe you come up with a blooper. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know all the times I swore when I wasn't supposed to be saying something yeah. bad. I think I remember some edited out versions of the Planet series from Bell City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of some your were really some <laughs> some planets were fun to be on, and other ones not so much. Other ones you couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> but it's been fun. No, it's been a blast. So, Chris, I think you're up next. I'm uh, just uh, if I got to pick. What was the barley wine? That's my beer oh, brewery of the week. Yes, that, that was the the beer that I had this episode. That I was like, give me more. Let me taste that again. Let me taste that again. And it, 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 that was just maybe it was my first barley wine, but I was blown away. I guess you guys said you could taste the booze. I was expecting it to taste like Everclear, quite honestly. I know there's a lot more flavor to it than I expect. There's a lot more flavor than alcohol. So that's my pick today is the bolt cutter. And just my favorite moment was meeting all of you guys. Quite honestly, I mean, it's 
this was this is like I said this is one of the positive things that comes from social media is you know John and I were in similar places as far as where our our brands were we'll put it to we'll see and we came together and we made this happen and we all made some new friends I've learned that there's way more beer than Coors Light um, there's much more stuff I've learned how to brew beer I've brewed beer twice now. Maybe by the third batch, I'll actually share it with you guys. I'll be confident enough. But uh, that's been my favorite moment. And and everybody who's listened and has shown that there is a place for a craft beer podcast. That's beautiful. Can't wait to try your beer, man. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, my, my favorite moment of, of all the Beer Nuts times was the, the episode in Pete's Garage where we all brewed. It's just such a fun day. The uh, recording setup uh, left some to be desired, and it was a kind of an abbreviated episode. That would be a good one to have the uncut. I mean, yeah. But it was just such a fun day, and regardless of how the episode turned out or anything, just to all be together and be brewing together and tasting great beers together. And not only just the people that you hear on the podcast, but another you know, other uh, circle of friends around that that popped in and to the garage and joined us that day. And, you know, SAK stopped by. And, uh, well, that was also a lesson in live podcasting. I learned a couple of things that day other than how to brew beer. And yeah, then, we also took go. some notes. That was, a great, that was just a great day. That's That was my favorite time that we've, uh, we've recorded. Well, and, and we ended up reviewing um, at least a couple of those beers on a podcast. You know, we uh, reviewed the Belgian triple with the honey. Yes. I like that and one. then we also reviewed your um, Carbon, your Irish Carbon, Irish Carbon style. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that came out great. And then I, I had the surly furious. I had the surly, but I don't think I got to get with you guys to share it on, a, on an episode. But nonetheless, it just goes to show. I mean, there's great beers out there, and maybe listeners, we appreciate you listening to us talk about. Home brewing and maybe the technical side, which you kind of go, oh, you know, it's too technical for me. But at least there's a whole variety of beers out there you can try, and we appreciate everybody checking us out. Amen. So uh, we're wrapping up number 50. Looking forward to the next 50. I guess it's about that time to wrap it up. Closing thoughts, anybody? Do our signature send-off. Hold on. I'm trying to... Going on. All right. Uh, just make sure you follow us at Beer Nuts Podcast on Twitter, at Beer Nuts Podcast on Instagram. You can email the show, Beer Nuts Podcast, at ChristopherMedia.net. Uh, if you like it, share it, pass it on, tell everybody. That's how podcasts work, that's how they grow. And now, JR, I believe it is time for us to go south of the border. As they say in old Mexico City, hey, adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net